big rocks and all that sort of thing. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, and uh, welcome to a very special may I say, seasonal oh. episode of the Mick Wall podcast. Featuring and Mick starring, Wall. Featuring Mick Wall. Starring. Everybody's favourite. Johnny <laughs> James Rotten, a.k.a. the old batsman who's in his whites today. It's a shame he didn't wear them the other night. Um, a.k.a. John Hotton. What's that? And uh, and those are the dogs. Seamless cut to less dogs. Shut up. That's Coco. Now. He's the only one. <laughs> Shut up. I think what it is is he's wishing the readers um, very, very happy holidays, merry, merry Christmas, happy Festivus from yes. Coco. Roctivus. Yeah, yeah Roctimus. <laughs> is that a thing? Because you're not allowed to say Christmas. Or no, it's Festivus. Someone isn't it? might get it's triggered. Happy Festival. Happy uh, Festival. Happy Holidays or something. Happy, happy uh, Blackout. Happy Black Christmas. Yeah. As Ven- Venom once put out a song called Black Christmas. It was great. Unhappy it went like Black this. Christmas. It went, like, it went Black Christmas, Devil's Eve. It was great. <laughs> that was my kind yeah. of Christmas song. Yeah, and that's 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 that's. Every lyric. But anyway, before need. we get into oh, it, sorry. Oh, let's, we need to correct the record, don't we? Do we? We do, because you mentioned to me as soon as I walked in. How that, terrible you were the other yeah, day. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, we, we played our famous uh, Wembley Arena show. This, this is what we should say. It was relo- relocated to the West Hampstead Arts Club, but it was due effectively to, due to our selective less than our, popular our appeal. Demand. Our appeal becoming more selective. selective yes. Well, it's, it, we appeal more to the elites. Yeah, exactly. So there were some, there were lots of elite people there, and it was oh, lovely of everyone were, to come. John. So, first of all, if you did come along, thank you so much for coming. It was fabulous. It was amusing. It was uh, just a proper night's entertainment. I hope. I, I think. tell you what, I met so many lovely people that you know they over the course of this podcast. Um, Send messages yeah, to we Facebook. Put faces to names. It was yeah, great. Yeah. It was great. We we were heckled, properly heckled from yeah, the, we were. which was brilliant. Was that by the uh, the head of the Rush fan? Club? Yeah, head of the Rush fan club. And I wanted to talk about Rush, and you didn't. No, you... I let me let me just set you straight on something. I never want to talk about Rush, other than to tell you one little story. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's not do that now. So look, no, to wrap no, this up before on, you do it, to wrap this up. Oh yeah. What we didn't say at the end, because it, it sort of came to a bit of an abrupt conclusion, was thank you for coming. Yeah. It was very, very much appreciated, genuinely, and it was great fun. So if you did come along, thank you very much. And, and, and 
because we're always honest about these things, the, the, the truth is it was our first show we've ever first done. First time we'd ever done it. Joe, uh, John's done loads of uh, uh, shows similar also at literary festivals, bookshops, cricket emporiums. Um, <laughs> me the Very same. Very similar. Me Where I same. was also heckled for talking about Rush. <laughs> yeah, they didn't want to, yeah, weirdly, uh, they didn't uh, want to hear it at the, yeah. at the Guildford Literary Festival either. They didn't want to hear about Rush. No, I find I, it bizarre. I heard about that. The Guildford I find it Literary bizarre. Festival. I heard the question they asked you was, who? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Strangely. Yeah. 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 So here's my quick Rush story, and then we will never mention them again. Probably okay, um, Kevin Shirley worked as an engineer on that. Uh, he did. I because I, I listened to Geddy Lee's audiobook. There's a whole bit about Kevin Shirley. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, um, which that was 1991. I remember. Yeah, so I liked that. What album. they'd done, they'd done a few albums where they'd done loads of synthesizers and that and sort of thing. They were getting very rock. technical. What was it called? And though? Kevin Shirley turned up yeah. and he said, "All of that is bollocks." Yeah. He goes, "I'm an analog guy. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm." Don't do all of that yeah. pre post production stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We're just going to. Reg- and they and did. what was the album called? I can't remember. Can't I really can't remember. And what was your favourite track? <laughs> Joe's track, th- track three was very good on that album. But uh, at the time, I mean, at the time well, they listen, wrote I, it, they didn't know it was going to be track three. I mean, there's a whole. Well, well they've done albums where they didn't even get to a track yeah, three, exactly, did they? Exactly, yeah. Just track, side track three. A. Side three. Yeah. So um, that's nice of Getty to tell that story. Kevin tells a slightly different story, um, but that's the album. Uh, uh, and the, uh, they had the producer they had was actually the guy that used to produce Queen's He's well right. known. And Kevin was his, was his name. Pop Rose. <laughs> Kevin, was his, uh, Kevin was his. Kevin was his sidekick. He's on that job. Yeah. Now Kevin already been a producer in Australia, but. It's a long story, but he needed the money. Why do, why do any of us take jobs? Need the money. And this came along and he took it. And because um, uh, we were talking about Neil Peart, weren't we? I mean, you, yeah. were, you were telling me at the show some tremendous. We did a couple of hours on Neil Peart at the show. Some tremendously yeah. I mean, horrifying. People, people loved it. I mean, they, they weren't going it. to the bar, they weren't doing anything like that. At they were just, the, let's go. No. They let's do another half an hour on Neil They Peart. were trying to buy heroin. Peart. They were so yeah. depressed. <laughs> of course, they didn't go to the bar. That would have meant jollity. Yeah. No, 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 no. I saw a couple hammering nails into their yeah. heads. It was right? only two or three hours on Rush. At I thought it was perfectly acceptable. The, two of the in shows, a six or seven hour show, in, that is acceptable. A six or seven hour <laughs> show. Come and yeah, see no. John. Yeah. He's in, on, on his new solo tour. Yeah, yeah. And he's like Springsteen, yeah. but... Better. But he longer. does yeah. six or seven yeah. hours, nearly Most all about Rush. <laughs> I tell Mostly you what, about you Rush. get sent out crowds yeah, to would, autistic yeah, people yeah. everywhere. Yeah. <gasps> wow. It's true. Wow. Mathematical rock. Wow. What could that be? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Listen, okay. I have... But anyway, there's news. There's news to impart. No, we haven't we finished yet. I thought, was that not the end of your story? No. Oh, okay, go on then. I said, so Kevin was working on this album and he told me, and that's as far as we got. Yeah, well, what did he and tell I, you? Well, I'm setting the scene by going, you, you were telling me these tragic stories about Neil Peart and, and then he gets brain cancer. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> well, that is what happened. And Kevin, because this was five or six years ago, more, mate, more when I was working with him on his unpublished memoir, um, he said, 
they were all exceedingly nerd, I mean, as you'd expect. Yeah, yeah. But not just, not just. I mean, everything. Yeah, the the dial. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, every, absolutely. Is that, yeah, but right, I yeah. used that string yesterday. Yeah. I, did I use that this morning? Yeah. Well, I don't use that because in the afternoon it takes. You know. All right. He said the only one that was a bit of fun was Neil Pert. Oh. Um, and I said the trouble was he, he he'd be the first one to work. He said he would. Well, do, you always do the drums first, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah, but this is Neil Pert, so he's he's, he's not exactly ACDC. No, is it's he? like it's percussion. It's, it's percussion. It's not drums. It's percussion. Exactly. Yeah. Lead. Drums. You know that bit when you see on the back of the sleeve and it says. Drums and percussion, yeah. Lars Ulrich. No, Neil Peart. <laughs> that's yeah. That's Lars says drums and in, on the first three Metallica albums, it says Lars drums, drums and, and Neil Peart impersonations. Yeah, in brackets, very bad. Yeah. He said um, so. Neil had come in, do all his drums, no fucking around with Neil. Once, once he'd set up his kit, as he always had it set up, he just did it. He said, and then he would repair, in this particular studio, he would repair to the, the basement, the next level down, a big, another studio, a big room, on his own. He said he would spend all day, every day, smoking weed, mm-hmm. getting completely out of his brain, and writing the lyrics. Oh, see, that's, yeah. See, they were doing the music, and he, he, he was smoking weed, writing. So he hadn't even written the lyrics. He was writing them. He's already laid down his drum. Wow. And yeah. he's right. Don't even know what the song's called. He's just no, done he's, it. He's going to tell you what the song's yeah. called. Yeah. But first, they have to, because they're all musicianly, they probably loved it. They didn't have to worry about the words, yeah. you know. Yeah. But he'd have it all. And, and then he'd come up, you know, four weeks later when they're finally doing the keyboards or something. And, and tell them not to put keyboards on. They go, yeah, there's the words. Yeah. Wow. Fuck it. Come on, Getty. There you go. What do you mean learn them? I've written them down. Yeah, just you don't you need to learn them. them. Just sing them in a just high sing, voice. Yeah. Sing them as high as you can. That's sing the key. Them, sing them like you were trying to be Robert Plant, but, you know, obviously not. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. No, no, listen. Get so you, so we spoke a bit about Rush. And, you sp- no, no. You and spoke about and then, a fucking hour about and Rush. And then people, like, people didn't walk out. Well, people did but, have to go home. And a couple of people... Oh, can I also just say... There was, who started arguing with you about Rush. Yeah. And joining because, in. Yeah, because he'd read the book. Ugh. Well, and there I, you go. You and see. I said, I didn't know we had the president of the Rush fan club. Oh, yeah. And everybody... And he didn't deny it. But anyway... There were a few people there who'd come a very long way as well, so I wanted to say thank yeah, you. Yeah. You know, it, it was much appreciated. And there is now a public service announcement on behalf of the Mick Wall podcast featuring Mick Wall. To make that Starring announcement... Starring Johnny James. To make that announcement... to the core. The president of the Mick Wall fan club, <laughs> Mr Mick Wall. Hi there. My name's Mick. You might recall me from... Podcasts. From Sky TV back in the eighties. <laughs> I no, I don't really talk about no, it. No, no, no. See that no. was wrong of you to bring that yeah, up. Yeah. I was gonna mention some of my other well known work. Yeah. Um uh my fault basically. Um we had we had taken a blood oath with Terry, who owns the uh, the West Ham. You talk, I thought you could do the announcement I'm doing the fucking announcement. That um, 
we would start at seven. It was impressive. Had to be on the dot of seven. That's right. On the night, I think we got on at about 20 to eight. Yeah, well, it was you do you a kind of Axel Rose thing. I have like, to, oh, I got to do my they're, guru stretches. They're not really, you know, can you just play the White Snake track? Then that, then they'll be really warmed up. That's what you were saying in the, in the little backstage. Room. Oh, no, just play a bit of Guns N' Roses, then they'll be really ready for me. It was exactly like that. Everybody loves Ace Well, you Spades. see, I, when you're a professional like I am, yeah. it's not just about walking out there willy-nilly, making it up as you go along. <laughs> no. There's a lot of thought. I would never do a that. A lot of thought goes into what I do yeah. before I do it. Yeah. Out yeah. there, where it counts. <laughs> but the most so important you thing went was... On late, but the basically. most important thing was that Terry had impressed upon us was, you have to be finished by 9pm because a yeah. lot of these people come a long way. Yeah. They've got work in the morning. They've got to get home. And what time did you finish? No, what time did we finish? <laughs> what time did we after finish? You'd, you know, stop, you know, snogging yeah. with Ginger and <laughs> making up to him. It was 10.15. Yeah. Which, as everybody knows, nine. is past my bedtime. But um, two things. We, we, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. But here's what I want to say is I want to apologise... Um, if you were there, you'll notice I was sat on the other side of the stage for the second half. I couldn't see Terry. I couldn't see anybody. I didn't know how long we'd be long. Yeah, yeah. And Beginner, to be honest, it went beginner's on error. And on. Beginner's error. Yes. Well, I was yeah. working with a, a novice. <laughs> yeah. I was. I was so. I was you know, trying to encourage you yeah. in your long yeah. conversation with Ginger. <laughs> and um, and I couldn't. I didn't know what fucking time it was. So in the end, I drew it to a, a close because I realised it had all Dude. gone a bit pear-shaped. Yeah. But what I didn't do, which was completely... You can do a boring show. You can go on too long. But for fuck's sake, apologise. Thank everybody for coming. Because that... It was, we ha, that, we'd we never fun. done that it before, great. We? It was great and it was we'd fun. We'd never done that before. We had never done that before. Uh, we'll never speak of it again. Um, no, no. I mean, we'd never done that before. So... It could have been a terrible disaster, but we we sent two men into space and they yeah. came back safe. Exactly, and the, and yeah, exactly. And I thought you were going to—that wasn't the announcement I thought you were going to oh, make. What was that then? I thought you were going to, you know, what? <laughs> um, yeah. So and uh, uh, John John is prompting me to uh, make an announcement. And the announcement is... Um, That's now going to trigger... That is meant to trigger a Pavlovian response in people. It is. Coco, shut up! See, he loves the crew. Yeah, he's, yeah. And also, he's devastated. He's a crew that, dog. That, that the dealer isn't in the crew. No, he's the pug, the yeah. dealer. Yeah. I mean, they're talking about hooking yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a black pug. Yeah. A black metal pug. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Um, so, um, announcement. Uh, the show went very well. Uh, last week on the tw- on the twelfth of December, and uh, we're g- so we're going to do another one. Wow, wow, wow! And, and we're going to uh, do it better. Well, this time we'll know what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, and we will be better prepared. I was just saying to John before the show, I'm going to come down the day before. Oh, I think you should, yeah. Because yeah. travelling on the day. It was so difficult for him. I mean, he found it very hard. <laughs> he really does need to be brought down I the can't day before. Ju- you know, I'm, I'm not one of those guys yeah. like you that can just grab a, so grab anyway, a what, plastic shopping yeah. bag and jump on the what, tube. What date will that be that you're travelling? Right, so let, let's get to the announcement, yeah. shall we? Messing around. Please. Uh, Wednesday, February 21st. It's a good day. In the year 2024. Uh, It's a nice date for your day, as Lauren Laverne likes to say, needlessly. Um, And we're going to have another special guest. We are going to have another special guest. I'm excited about this. A very, very special guest. Because he will not be afraid of talking about Rush. Let's let's (laughs) trail it in that way. Let's trail uh, it in that way. Oh, sorry, just had an email in. Oh, Terry's got other plans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Terry's our promoter. Embargo by the way. on yeah. Rush. Uh, uh, our very special guest is going to be no, none other than Stephen Wilson. Excellent, Stephen Wilson, Prog Godhead, King of Prog, King of Prog. I mean, there's no doubt he is the King of Prog. Who else is there these and days? And all the, I mean, even the old uh, kings of Prog. Uh, they they him. do because he yeah. reissue he re what is it remasters all their yeah. albums. Yeah, I, I, a few years back, long before I'd met Stephen, uh, God knows, set twenty seventeen, Marillion with Fish yeah. came down here to Oxfordshire to do something for must have been the anniversary of uh, something. Uh, yeah, yeah, anniversary of Fish putting his <laughs> makeup on for the last time. <laughs> Maybe it was 2015. It was like misplaced childhood. I don't fucking know. And um, uh, and we gathered in a pub in the summer, and there's a garden. And uh, so, you know, you always have to kill a bit of time. And just chatting, all they were talking about, this is Mark Kelly, yeah. Fish, because he's worked with them all, and, and the others going on about, you know, because re- they were remixing the album. And Mark Kelly was like, you know, yeah, but Stephen Wilson says... Yeah, see, that's what it. That's what and it's that like was, in was, prog circles. That's how it goes. Even Dave Gilmore, you're, you're that was a killer shot. Like, David, yeah, Stephen Wilson says. Yeah, and that, yeah. they go, oh fucking hell, that's it then. Yeah, game over. Exactly. Or game begun. Yeah, and um, Stephen Wilson makes his own albums. He does, and of course, uh, he uh, released for the first time in what fourteen years uh, a porcupine a porcupine tree. tree. Porcupine tree, kings of like. Prog metal, I'd say. Well, uh, love you know, Porcupine Tree. Very uh, uh, influential. Yeah, but bigger now than they were then. And once did an album based on uh, Luna Park by Brett Easton. Oh, so yeah. we we'll t- we can talk about that. Well, that see, well, that'll be the equivalent of the Rush <laughs> conversation. Yeah, at the yeah. last one, we may be moving that section of the interview to the bar. Yeah, and yeah. I'll just carry on with the folks. Yeah. You can do the <laughs> strip tease, you'd promise. Yeah. Da, da, da. Show them a bit of leg. Listen, can I help it if the chicks just yeah, they love did. me? They, yeah. They love me. I did. And I happen. love the chicks. Yeah. So you see, it's all about love. But Oh, no, I was going to say there was... I know what I forgot to say. A lot of people travelled down, as you said, from far away. There were some people, I think, from Newcastle. Yeah. And that was the night the Newcastle trains were fucked. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, there was a lovely couple near the front 
Uh, they come from Dublin. Wow. I know. That's just fantastic. Isn't that incredible? It really is. It's making me feel a bit emotional. There were a couple of uh, really cool guys I met afterwards. I thought they were sort of club security or something. Cause what, I do like you just get, make sure you got home on time? Well, just... Well, to see if I got out, out yeah. of hand, I'd get a fucking yeah. dig, you know. They just look like heavy kind of biker dudes. And um, and I <laughs> I knocked over one of their drinks. And um, It was that time of the night again. Well, they were kind of crowding up the room. I was only trying to get past. <laughs> and uh, and I just went, oh, sorry, you know. Yeah. And they're like, no, uh, no sorry, problem. Sorry, you twat. Yeah, I went, not sorry. Went, yeah, not sorry. <laughs> Did you spill my drink? <laughs> so you went. That's how you went. I said I saw your bike outside. Yeah, it's crap. Yeah, I've got a better one. Is it a fucking three wheeler? Yeah, I'd go faster on my push bike. Yeah, yeah. I can fucking walk backwards faster than that <laughs> yeah. bike and go. <laughs> Turns out the nicest guys in the world, and uh, huge uh, ginger fans, but uh, also had read Zeppelin and Guns N' Roses and all this. Read them? What do you mean? Uh, my celebrated. Oh, you're, oh, you're yeah, we're talking about that, are we? That's good. Uh, blockbuster yeah. biography. Yeah. Um, but the couple from Dublin, I said hello to them in the interval, you know, because I'm Irish. You're a man of the people. I'm a man of the Irish, and yeah. uh, it was lovely to talk to them. And we are going to do some shows in Dublin, and probably Cork, and probably in 2024. Wow. How about that? That's exciting. Yeah. But next time... February 21st, Mr. Stephen, Stephen Wilson, uh, uh, King of Prague, in the house. And, and this is I've got so many questions already. I've got them written down. Well, what do you think of Marillion's first album? Yeah. What do you think of Marillion's second you album? Get three. You get three. You, well, they're my three. What do you think of Marillion's third <laughs> album? They're my three. Yeah. Do you, no, think, do you think Fish will ever... No, my, here's my first one. I'm going to reveal one in advance. Ooh. And it's going to be... You're a bold one. You know, you do those remasters, and you you're always doing. You've got stacks of them piled up in there. Do you do you ever just like turn it up? You just turn it up a little bit, turn it back down again. That is a good question. Remastered by Stephen Wilson. That is a very good, a good question. question isn't that? Yeah, yeah. I bet he fucking see does. what. So <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I do. That's what he does. Turn it back up. Turn it back down again. There you go. Yeah. Remastered. Change a change a tone. I wouldn't even do that. Because what you want is people listening to, to it going, you know, like, it's like Mark it. Kelly was going, oh, oh, have you, have you heard what he's done there? He's done something yeah. there. He's done, he's done something there. And it's, you just sit there. Because he goes, I was listening yeah. to it. And I said, you I just said, sit oh, there you. lapping it up if you're Wilson. I, you just I, sit there. I said to him, Stephen, did, did you just do something? Like he went, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean, you he didn't even there. say yes. Like, he just well, looked at me enigmatic. I've seen him on Facebook. He goes on YouTube and he does these videos and he goes, this is how I recorded my song, so-and-so. And he's got this bloody old keyboard or something. And he starts going, <laughs> twisting all the things. And, you know, so he's, he's, if you want to know anything like that, and this is the night for you. If you've read the book I what collaborated oh, yeah. with Stephen. Which is very good, yeah. Because I heard him talking about that, where he said he based a song, I think a new song that he's written. Oh, really? On one of the stories that was in the book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I know, yeah, right towards the end. Yeah. The Harmony did you get a co? Did you get a co-write? Uh, I believe not. Uh, well, we could ask him about that, couldn't yeah, we? Yeah, I got so one what, on... I got one on Track three. What is the criteria for Mick getting a co-write, That's <laughs> but, my. But the, the whole point of the book was it wasn't just about him and his career. 
it wasn't a lineal chronological it was his thoughts on everything and um you know you'll be pleased to know he's an arsenal supporter yeah. um and he's anyway, fucking funny he's yeah. fucking funny so we're going to get him to people f- don't realize and while we're on the subject of Stephen wilson um as we speak he's just released because we're we're talking uh what uh it's the Christmas week before, weekend. It's the week before Christmas. It's not Christmas weekend, you it's idiot. Friday, it's a mon- it's a Monday. I know it goes out on Friday, but this, you said we're talking on. No. We're not. No, we are. Oh. It goes out on Friday. So you're killing that. You're killing the magic. Go on. You've blurred the miracle. Carry on. Yeah, it's a, it really reads really as it's June. That's what you need to know. It's June. It's baking hot outside. We're making our Christmas advert like John Lewis. Oh, I meant to get some Christmas music up. I'll see if I can do that in a minute. Um, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. You're going to play Stephen Wilson's Christmas single. I am. I am. Stephen Wilson has made a Christmas single, everyone. He has. And, um, uh, sorry, I can't do two things at once. I, I Zoomed with him a few days before our show to ask him if he'd do our show. And uh, he told me that the night before, um, a friend of his had challenged him to write a Christmas song, and because that's sort of like the last thing in the world you could imagine Stephen Wilson or Porcupine Tree, God forbid, ever doing. But Stephen decided he'd accept the challenge, and um, he wrote a song the very next day. And the day after that, or later that day, he was talking to me and telling me this story. So I said, what did you do? He said, well, I, I wrote the music, made it Christmassy. There are some sleigh bells in there. Um, he said, but for the lyrics, he goes, I can't write. Not on the lyrics. spot. Not like that. He's, he's, he needs to be like Neil Peart. Yeah. He's <laughs> stoned, stoned out, out of his mind. <laughs> yeah. Except he's not a drug guy. He's no. a genius guy. So he goes, um, I thought I know. Uh, he had this, what they call it, John? Chat. Chat. Chat GPT. Yeah, AI thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he said, so I got the AI to write lyrics for a Christmas song in the style of Stephen Wilson. And they said, uh, do you want to hear it? I went, yeah. And now I'm trying to find it. Hang on. <laughs> Where the fuck was it, John? It'll be here. You had keep, it there. Keep talking, mate. Keep talking. Well, I mean, and to be honest, the, what chat GPT came up with wasn't a million miles away from, uh, from the actuality, as they say. Well, um, let me see. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist. 
specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So this was on last Saturday. Hey Mick, just finished the Christmas song with AI lyrics. Here it is. And, uh... And here it comes. And here it comes. If I can just click this. Oh. You can just see the snow falling. See what he's done there. He's done a bit there. He's done like Rush do. Done a, <laughs> he's done a bit there. Nah, here we go. Uh, this is just. I mean, Steve. This is just that Greg Lake one, isn't it? No, no, it no, no, no. I no, believe no. in Father Christmas. Yeah. I actually love these words. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Huh? So he's just, if you hear the drums, he's, what drum, he's done is he's rewritten that Greg Lake one. I don't. Oh, this is way better than that Greg Lake one. I did reply to him. So he, can't wait to see like, the da, can't da, wait da, to da, see da, the da, desert da, video. Da, da. <laughs> that wow. was Greg Lake, wasn't it? Wow. No. Yeah. yeah well, there you go. So yeah, you know, I can't play. You know, I've played enough. I mean, you know, he'll be on to you for royalties. He'll be on to me. Yeah. Beyond, he don't muck about, mate. No, that's why he sends the boys around. Yeah, that's right. The geezers, the Stephen Wilson geezers. <laughs> yeah, terrifying. Listen, I think it's a, a brilliant track, and um, I mean, Do I you, said to him, I, I, I said to him, uh, I think the lyrics are great. He goes, Oh, they're so cheesy because he read me some over the zoo. Yeah. I mean, it's how you put them across, isn't it? It's like he sells them well he when does. he sings them. He does. You know, so it it just you just have to do it in that way, and it's and, fine. And the title of the and song. And so he's now announced all his lyrics in the future will be <laughs> composed by AI. Well, he's um uh um he's put it out as a Christmas single, and um I was saying to him, you know, how about what would it be like if you Fine. did something in the style of porcupine tree, or, or what would it, or, or, or anybody? Because he's, I mean, he's, he's got he's, loads of spin-off bands, No Man, and yeah. all those ones. But he he's, he's early loves, solo stuff. He's very like jazz rock, you know. But he His first no, couple absolutely. of solo albums, yeah. But he also loves uh, everything from Stockhausen to ABBA. Um, you know, it, it very, very, very broad taste. He likes, you know, noise, and he likes, um, you know, uh, electronic music, and 
and great guitars and drums and all that stuff when appropriate. Does he like Rush though? He probably he does. does. He's I probably think he remixed. Does. He's I probably think remixed. He's probably, that's probably what he's doing. Wasn't that what he was doing bones, till February? Rattling those roll bones. the bones. Roll the bones. Is that what it was? Sounds like a rush time. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Meaningless sort of yeah. drivel. Thought up on drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Neil Peart's yeah, got yeah. a lot to answer yeah. for. Yeah. You know, he'd be using the AI now if he could. Yeah. He would. Yeah. He probably invented it. <laughs> probably he probably. He probably invented yeah. it. Yeah. That's probably what he was doing down there. Oh, like for the rest <laughs> rest of the time, while they would, you know. What's he building in there? Yeah. He's building an AI. Yeah. He might even come back. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, this is uh, stupendous stuff uh, for the readers to enjoy over Christmas. Jeff. Well, this is just a sort of catch-up episode. We will, you know, we'll be recording, will we not, in a minute or in, in, a, in a couple of <laughs> years. Wow. Another, a subsequent wow. episode about heavy metal you're wrongdoing. Like, you're like one of those guys on Top of the Pops in the 80s that... that thought it was cool to show that really you were miming yeah not cool okay like see okay. see best of all <laughs> was the 70s early 70s mid 70s where they came on and even though they were miming they made it look like they, they were miming yeah yeah that's an art or often on top of the pops just the lead like when free did all right now yeah it was all miming apart from the lead vocal I wonder why that is. Why would you do that? Fuck no, I don't see. Probably mm. because they they didn't do it for everybody. They did it for ones that could sing. Oh, Paul Rogers, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Rod Stewart, all his early hits. To my place, baby, watching every move that she made. He just did it, just did that. Was that Shane McGowan? No. I think that was Shane McGowan. I took her back into my place, watching every move that she made. Was that after? Was that after the road hit north? Right now, maybe. (laughs) That's how he just. That's how he did it. Paul Rogers. It, I feel like it's like he's in the room. It is, yeah. You know, I but that's feel, how he's I top of the pops. So he did top of the pops, just yeah. knocked it out like that. Yeah. That's why they let him do it. Well, yeah. yes. Uh, all right, Rod Stewart's uh, Maggie, you wear it well. Angel sang them all live on top of the pops. Yeah, but to a backing track. Yeah. Whereas Ginger, as he revealed in the live show, they wouldn't let him, <laughs> and I wouldn't let him sing live because he didn't take it seriously. He didn't do it properly. I think these days, you know, but back then, yeah, it was all like, you have to play by the rules. Yeah. You're lucky to be here. Yeah. Lucky to be on we the We had BBC. Oasis last week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, so uh, I think we need to wish the readers, we've said it uh, once or twice, but also a happy new year. A happy new year. Very Merry Christmas to you and yours. And may your God or devil with you yeah black christmas everyone and there for the whole gig thinking how fantastic they are that to me that to me is naivety in the in the extreme yes just be happy you got a good review exactly that's what everyone wants a good review who cares if the bloke is there yeah who cares exactly who cares who cares who cares yeah in the end yeah. Who, Who cares? cares if he saw three songs or ten songs? Does Who cares if you just sent your drug dealer yeah. and he came back with a 
fairly minimal report, yeah. but basically saying the band was all two yeah, thumbs, thumbs two up. thumbs. Yeah. That's right. Um, but anyway, it gets worse. Um, so I, I, I don't know if I, I don't think I did read the whole letter. Maybe I did. I immediately traumatized, blocked it out. You know. So in those days, I shared a flat in Chalk Farm with Sandy Robertson. Yeah. And. Um, uh, who later turned up in my book Paranoid as Mandy. Yeah. So it's Saturday night. With no, no one had any idea <laughs> who you were referring to. I mean, no. Mandy. Yeah. 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 Any, any, any resemblance yeah. to any true any life character. to the guy called Sandy. Entirely coincidentally. Co also coincidentally a Scottish music writer who was a heroin addict. In the book he was Welsh. It's true. Brilliant. Yeah, see? Brilliant. Covered my tracks. That, that's amazing. You'd never have known. Brilliant, yeah. So it's about, it's about, honestly, it's late. It's like 11 o'clock at night or midnight or something. The phone dies. You know, in the days we've got one phone yeah, in yeah, the whole yeah. flat. Anyway, I pick it up and it's this guy saying, um, uh, we're on our way. We know you're there. Um, you know, we're going to fucking blah 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 I'm like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> right so hang up and Sandy Sandy's a bigger panic merchant than me yeah. he's like call the cops <laughs> yeah. and he's going ah, call the cops I can't do the accent but call the cops yeah. I said Sandy if I call the cops they're going to come in here we're going to yeah, need to yeah, tidy yeah. up a little bit yeah. you know so I call the cops and now we're fucking vacuuming yeah. like shit. <laughs> Any, anything that moves is being vacuumed. And Flushing the toilet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Next thing. Oh, oh, and here was the other weird thing. We, we lived in a, in a flat at the top of a posh house in Chalk Farm. But the rest of the house was owned by a posh family. Yeah. And they'd gone away for the weekend. So we were alone in the place. And I'm, I'm going... Could you get onto their floors you know, the, could you get onto their yeah. the house? Oh, so you could just go and hide in there? Oh, I didn't think of that. No, <laughs> all I thought was how did they know the, the place would be empty? Right, right, yeah. Because um, you'd have to come in the front door and then you go up the stairs and then up the stairs. Right, so it didn't have a separate entrance? Really. No, no, oh, no, no. Really? You're, you're okay. literally part of their house because it's one of those big houses yeah. in Chalk Farm near yeah. Primrose Hill. Yeah. And um, uh, so we're doing all this. Next thing. Ring on the doorbell. Ring, ring. We're going. Ah, they're here. They're here. They're here. I'm looking out the window to see if it's the cops. It's yeah. not the cops. Uh, <laughs> Call the cops. <laughs> Don't fuck around. You know. So we're both going. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? You know. And we did nothing, of course, because we're yeah. shiting bricks. Yeah. Killing joke have come to kill me. <laughs> and. Um, Next thing, here comes the police car up the road, oh. slowly. And they're going, and I open the window, Thank and go, he's, he's, there, yeah, he's there, he's there, he's there. The bloke down there. The bloke yeah. wanders off, gets into his car and takes off, and the cops pull up. I'm like, he's there. Yeah. They said, well, just come in, sir. There's a guy, a, a, a male cop and a female cop. And they come up, because they're cops. So immediately they're like clocking the yeah. joint. They're like, oh, yeah. I can't imagine what this row is about, <laughs> you know. 
are there is there anybody out there you can think of, sir, that <laughs> wants to <laughs> kill you? He said, "Don't you read sounds?" <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes. Yeah, so that was a big night. Eventually, we went to like, how do we get rid of the cops? When are I thought you said, "How do we get rid of Killing Joke?" No, now it's the cops. Right. Yeah. You know, one thing. Yeah, but you could have said that was you missed. He drove off. Yeah, but they from Killing Joke. Yeah, but I look back now and I just think, was it him? Well, I, I, I don't know. No, I was just thinking with the cops. That's, that's all oh, I could focus on at that yeah. moment. Because there's one worse thing than being killed by killing joke. It's uh, so you just said going it then. You prison. said killing joke. You just did it then. Yeah. Okay. And how do you say it? Killing joke. Killing joke. <laughs> what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> For fighters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For fighters. Yeah. So finally the cops fucking leave. And uh, it's now like two in the morning, and uh, I spent a very restless night drinking. Also, I'm ringing the drug dealer, going, "Did you tell me you did go right? You mm. didn't see them? Yeah, <laughs> they were awesome. So, <laughs> fucking hell, you know." <laughs> um, and that was Touchwood, the last. What, time. And they never came after you again. I think they were very, very clever. It may even have just been a mini cat that was sent. Yeah. You know what I mean? But what freaked me out was they obviously had the address. Yeah. Um, uh, and I don't know why this is a blur. So maybe it was more than a week later because by then I'd started working at Virgin Records. So I did go to work in the morning. But for weeks and months, especially coming home at night in the dark. Yeah. Because there's no dodgy people in Portobello Road yeah, after yeah, dark yeah. in those days, you know. Yeah. But yeah. So when I I read Geordie died, I I I um yeah, I remember the whack. He said, "Yeah, you're not going to get me now, are you?" <laughs> I doubt he was the problem. Yeah, I think it was jazz, jazz, jizz, jizz, jazz, whatever his name was. Yeah, he's going to come and get you now. I didn't say me. that jazz. I it's John making fun, not me. I, I, I haven't you. said anything about him. I just I queried how you pronounce his band name. I'm sure. Yeah, I've never heard. He in all these long mm. years, I've never heard anybody actually. Ask how you say killing joke. See, you did it again. What have I done? I, did, I just, I, I refuse to believe you're not doing it deliberately. Doing what? The way you say killing joke. How do you say it? Killing joke. Killing joke. See, now you're doing it more slowly. Anyway, never mind all that. That was, that was, that was one death you wanted to discuss. <laughs> well... We are coming up this time of year. Of this course. is you, the, we're coming up to the end of the podcast. That's what I'm checking on my phone. Uh, this time of year, uh, I'm always thoughtful, mindful. I always think about Lemmy because ah. he died this time of year. Yes, that's true. He, his birthday was on Christmas Eve. Was it? And on and in 2015, um, I had begun writing a, a book about Motorhead. Um, he knew about it. Yeah, um, he hated it. Did, um, he, did he send someone around to your house? <laughs> ring the bell? <laughs> no, because when I when you send a drug dealer to a motorhead gig, they mm. give you a fucking prize. Yeah. They don't try and kill you. Yeah, and also let's face it, you know, you, you could review a motorhead gig without being there. You pretty much know what they're going to play, <gasps> and you pretty much know what they're going to sound like. <sighs> and whether it or not it's a good gig is almost entirely dependent on whether or not you like motorhead you've actually taken and whether you like motorhead or not i mean consistency was a byword really 
I remember the first time I ever saw them uh, in a sort of a big setting was Ail- Friars in Aylesbury. Yeah. And it was that typical PR thing that used to go on. This is like 79 or something. It used to go on in those days where I- I- if you couldn't get people to a gig in London, you'd put on a coach yeah. and make it a big, fun thing. Fun, fun day out. Yeah, and I remember the coach um, leaving London, you know, early evening. And they had blow-up dolls in every other seat. Um, they had loads of booze, and they had motorcycle Irene and a friend of hers as your, as our delectable hostess. Yeah. Give us a spin out here, mm. except it was motorcycle Irene, and she'd be like, "You gonna drink that?" I go, oh, look, <laughs> "Fucking drink it! Get it down your fucking neck!" <laughs> and they're all in like stockings and suspenders yeah. and leather jackets and. You know, I was terrified. Mm, again, <laughs> I should have called Irene when this. Yeah, she just sorted key. She wasn't afraid of jazz, <laughs> jizz, whatever his name is. You're so gonna get. A you ring you on keep the doing it. You keep going. <laughs> as if he's no, I'm telling you, these are yeah. bad motherfuckers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I made my peace with them. You see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as I have with humanity. Well, yes. Yeah. So, um, so let me know you're going to do this book. Yes, and in fact, um, and his people. You know, it wasn't. You know, no. I knew all those people, and uh, it was like we're going to do something on the phone, another another sort of top up interview. And um, I heard he was really ill, really ill. I mean, I've heard it before, but people yeah. were saying this is it. And um, I said, oh fuck. I said, I'll tell you what, then, why don't we'll do it after Christmas. You know, hopefully you'll be feeling better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and next thing, bless his heart, he was gone. Yeah. Did you hear about how uh, the moment he died? No. Because um, you know he had that apartment down the road from the Rainbow. Yes, LA. yes. He was sitting at home with the owner of the Rainbow. I probably was, uh, probably was Michael his name he killed me for not remembering his name but I know who it was and a good a good guy and um, they apparently they bought a video game the one that they have at the rainbow they bought a version of that so he could sit at home and oh play right, yeah. and apparently he was just sitting there and the next thing just he was gone yeah. yeah that's what he would have wanted probably that's what you want they pe- people say that don't they oh it's what he would what he would have wanted die with your yeah. white boots on yeah. probably would have wanted not to die well, yes, but it, but we all have to die yeah. at some point. Yeah. And if you're going to die, I would have thought yeah, sitting just there like playing the game that you love yeah. to play, probably smoking two cigarettes at once. Yeah. Um, but I like, mean, very much like Shane McGowan, a life lived on his own terms. Yeah. That was the thing. Or people like Charles Bukowski. Yeah. I mean, just you just live one way, yeah. didn't change, yeah. didn't need to change, didn't want to change. Yeah. On their own terms, and probably accepted that given the lifestyle, it wasn't going to be into their 90s, you know. And why would you want to be anyway? Well, I would. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't worry. I'll probably be quite sprightly. Yes. Well, you're very boyish. Yeah, I'll be one of those old old people that everyone likes, you know. They'll be going, look, he can still still throw a cricket ball, even though he's 96. Yeah, yeah. That'd be quite good. 
It's a shame about the legs, but when you push yeah. him, he can still throw that ball. Yeah, there you go. And on that bombshell. The we, end. We, we will see, see you. you. Oh, very good. Yeah. You, go on. We will see you. See you. And if you don't come, expect to get a letter written in several different coloured uh, inks. And a fucking doorbell ring at were midnight. They f- were they felt tips, do you think? Maybe, yeah. yeah so yeah. felt tips, not different ink. You mean... If you say different ink, it makes you sound, you know, like it's mysterious. And a kind of, it was felt tips, it makes it sound like it was a child that did it. No, 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 my friend. This was like a 19th century detective murder. Oh. Holmes, mm. sort of Holmesian. And you were the victim, or the intended victim. Yes, yes, I was. But thank God you survived. Yes, not everybody would say that, but thank you. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you on December the 12th. We are on stage hard. At 7 p.m. Is it so? Okay, right, great. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Doors open at 6. I'll try and remember that. Yeah, cheers, yeah. Yeah. On stage at 7, a little break at about uh, quarter quarter to 8. Then back on 15 minutes, whatever it is later. Because we've been through this before. It's got a very strict curfew. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. It's f- you've got to go home we at 9 ha- p.m. Well, I don't think they have to go home, but we have oh. to finish oh, right, so okay. they can go home. Oh, I see. I think the suggestion is is that our demographic may be, um, you know, more of a well, sprightly. more December than May. Yeah, sprightly. Sprightly. Yeah, yeah that's what they're going to do. Sprightly. Yeah. Yes. Well, we will see. How do I stop this, Fern?